Welcome to season two of Boldly Stated. This is Kim Balorchi, and I am so excited to be back. The rules are the same as they were in season one. I'm going to tell it like it is from my perspective, and you are welcome to challenge me, to ask questions, to give your perspective, to say what you want to say. We do not have to agree to get along. This season, it's actually easier to listen to episodes. You can stream them on your favorite service, like always, or you can hop onto my website, boldlystated.com, and listen to all the episodes right there. We've got lots to talk about this season, so I'm really glad you're along for the ride. One of the really good questions I've been asked quite a bit lately is, how is it possible to have respectful conversations with people, but still really stand for something? And I love this question because I think that sometimes people misunderstand the idea that in order to talk to people whose ideas are different than yours and to accept another perspective, it means that you have to give up your ability to advocate for your own position. And in fact, I've seen a lot of people really sort of bragging about their ability to remain neutral on tough issues. Frankly, I don't think that's all that admirable. Um, being neutral just means you're part of the problem, not part of the solution in this moment. Uh, And I know that sounds harsh, but you got to stand for something, right? So being able to listen, being able to be respectful, being able to have an open heart and open mind doesn't mean you give up your own principles. It just means that you're able to hear other people and to engage in conversation and perhaps shift your own perspective, all of which can be done without assigning judgment or being negative or being hateful. So I want to talk about really how you do that and why it is so important. So first things first, why is it impossible to be neutral and an advocate? So I think that one of the things that's happening right now, particularly in our world, um, as there are so many issues where we're, we're needing to take a stand, is that it's not okay to be silent. And so many people are afraid to speak up because they don't want to be judged. They don't want people to know where they stand potentially um, because it could put them into disfavor with people who think differently than they do. They're afraid of the repercussions if they let their their position be known. And a lot of this is, is valid concern, right? Because we're just so freaking intolerant of each other. But by being quiet, we're essentially complicit. And historically, this is how history repeats itself. The bystander, right? The person who sits there while horrible things happen and their internal voice is saying, God, this is so terrible. I can't believe this is actually happening. I can't believe no one's stopping it. I can't believe no one's saying anything. But they don't have the courage to step in and say something themselves. Um, And case in point, when I was doing a lot of work with with teenagers and particularly middle school girls... Um, I did a lot of research into bullying and what actually solves it. Because the reality is we know that schools were trying to put systems in where there could be this reporting. And when something would happen and there'd be an incident of bullying, students would be encouraged to report it to a trusted adult. Well, oftentimes they would report it to a trusted adult in the administration and maybe there'd be this investigation or a conversation, but typically that made it worse. Typically, there'd be backlash from the person who was the bully or other people in the social circle because, you know, it was being sort of taken up to a higher level. And very, very rarely did we see that effectively stop the behavior. But do you know what does effectively stop the behavior? When someone else steps in on that person's behalf. 
They don't have to step in and say, you know, stop it. You're a horrible person. You're doing horrible things. But if someone is being treated unkindly and just one person steps in on that person's behalf and says, hey, you know, I actually really like what you're wearing or hey, come hang out with us or come sit over here or let's go hang out and do something different. That show of support, that show of solidarity, that show of care can change everything for the person experiencing um, the bullying or the negative treatment. And so all the people standing there watching it, despite what your inner moral compass might be saying and, and how you might be feeling on the inside, you're effectively complicit in what's going on. And I say this because right now there's so many people complicit in so much nasty, horrible shit. People who are too fucking scared to speak up and say, hey, that's not okay. That's not okay. That's not okay with me. That's not okay for the world. That's not right. Because they're worried about themselves. I'm just simply saying you can't be neutral on a lot of the things that are happening right? You can't be neutral and be an advocate. So how do we have discussions with with people who, you know, are taking a position that's reprehensible and, and opposite to what we hold dear and know to be morally correct and do it in a way that is is civil and, and non-judgmental and still advocate for our position? Well, it's it's difficult, but this is essentially what we've been working to do. So the first thing is you've got to be able to hear what people have to say and also understand where it comes from. But being respectful doesn't mean that you agree just to be nice. Then you have an opportunity to respond with facts and evidence and another perspective, right? Where you get the chance to show them the strength of your view. Please make no mistake. If you sit there and you let somebody tell you what they think, why they think it, and you don't respond in any way, shape, or form, they are going to think that you agree with them 100%. And that's going to bolster their view of whatever it is they believe. Now, there are plenty of topics where this is not a big deal, right? You don't have to respond to everything. And it's beautiful that we have different perspectives on on things. But there are some topics and some issues where it feels like an assault to your very being if you don't speak up. And I'd like to believe that there are at least some issues affecting the collective that every single one of us is passionate about. For me, it's racial and gender equality. It's freedom and issues of privilege where people refuse to recognize it. It sends me. So I'm always going to speak up on issues like this and many, many others. But for you, it might be something different. All I'm saying is, that having a respectful conversation doesn't include you muting yourself and sitting there silently because you are afraid of judgment. You're afraid of escalation. You're afraid of people thinking poorly of you if your view is different than theirs. And I will tell you, my views are different than a lot of people that I know and love and hold dear. And frankly, in the last year, as I've become more vocal, there are people who choose not to listen to what I have to say, and that's okay, right? That's that's their choice. That's their decision to stay in an echo chamber and talk to people who think like they think and listen to things that will reaffirm their beliefs, but this doesn't expand our world. I love talking to people who think differently than I do. I love hearing different perspectives, but on issues where another tries to deny the humanity 
or equality of another human, these are non-negotiables for me. And on the issues that matter to me and on the issues where I believe I need to be an ally and I need to be an advocate, you will never find me neutral, never. And if I need more evidence and I need more support to do a better job of convincing people to care or to step in or to be an ally or to open their hearts or their minds to something they haven't considered, I will do that hard work so that I am better armed the next time I have a conversation, but never will I back away in the spirit of remaining neutral or appearing neutral. So if you're using this idea of staying neutral as an excuse to avoid advocating for a position that you believe in, or as a reason to stay out of something that desperately needs your involvement, I would encourage you to stop telling yourself that that is a justified course of action and instead be brave and be the advocate that you need to be in those moments. You can have a civil conversation and still be an advocate. You don't have to give up your ability to speak your truth with facts and evidence as long as you do it respectfully, as long as you listen first, as long as you're prepared to bring something to the table that is credible in response to whatever someone else says. But if you think that being neutral is some benevolent way to be when your voice is called for and you need to stand up and speak, it's not. You're just being complicit in whatever is happening. It's just an excuse to not be brave, to not speak up. It's cover. It's a cover story for yet another way that we stay muted and quiet and have our internal thoughts that might be noble when our external behavior is anything but. So I want to encourage you to use your voices, to speak, to stand, to be the ally that you need to be on these issues that matter to you as you're having these really, really respectful discussions. You cannot be neutral and be an advocate. And you, only you can choose what issues you want to be an advocate for. This is Kim Balorchi, and you've been listening to Boldly Stated.